Hello, my friends. This is We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for stopping by on this Thursday, November 17th, 2022. This is episode 572 that we're working on. Title in this one, Like Yourself. That's not always easy to do, is it? Like Yourself. Currently in the city of Oswego, it snowed last night. We have a dusting, and it's 35 degrees Fahrenheit or 1 degree Celsius. Feels like 28 or negative 2 Celsius. And the high is going to be about 37 degrees Fahrenheit or 3 degrees Celsius. Winds are out of the west, uh, 7 miles per hour. There, we got that out of the way. When we come back, we'll dive into our quote. I got a lot of stuff I'd like to talk to you about. Stuff and things are normal. As always, this is a one and done podcast. No editing. Um, we just go from shoot from the cuff, shoot from the hips, pew, pew. Speaking of pew, have you ever heard of that guy, pew, die, pew? on YouTube. I guess he was like a really big influencer. I've never seen him or anything, but some guy named Mr. Beast just overcame him for the most influential or most viewed person on YouTube. And this Mr. Beast guy got his claim to fame by counting to like a thousand on YouTube. And then he took the money that he got from that and gave it to somebody that was in need of money and recorded it and it went viral and then everybody tried to recreate it and it was always set up and phony all right i'm rambling already maybe that's what this show's going to be is a ramble all over the place who knows maybe it will be just a little bit of the, the governor where i've i've done the governor's voice before where it's uh yeah it could be one of those i hope not <laughs> we'll be right back i bet you hope not too we'll be right back magically we're back all right here's my quote if you like if excuse me let me start that over again Try that one more time. If I like myself, it's easy to like people around me. On the other hand, if I'm unhappy with myself, it's easy to feel unhappy with these around me, with those around me. Excuse me. Make you become the biggest fan of yourself. Hamen Suman said that if I like myself, it's easy to like people around me. On the other hand, if I'm unhappy with myself, it's easy to feel unhappy with those around me. May you become the biggest fan of yourself. Yeah, I like that. That was easy. <clears throat> All 
had to pause. I had a cough and fit coming in. You know why? Let me have a sip of my coffee real quick because I just had that coughing fit. I made a life-changing uh, choice yesterday afternoon around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I decided to quit smoking. Yeah, it's not been easy, but I've done it. I haven't had a cigarette since 4 o'clock. I put an app in. I found an app that's a smoke tracker. So far, it says I've gone two days. I've gone, I would have smoked 52 cigarettes by now, and I have not smoked 52 cigarettes, and I've saved in just two days $29.22. Whoa, a double cheer from the crowd. That's just in two days. A pack of cigarettes, the pack that I smoke is eleven twenty-two. a pack with tax, and that's cheap cigarettes. Those are air quotes that you can't see. The cheap, cheaper brand here in New York. And uh, I can already breathe better. I already feel better. I'm just, uh, I'm really thankful that I decided to make this life change. I, if I can quit drinking and I've gone over seven years now, August 20th was seven years, I feel, you know, even though it's really, really, really tricky and hard to do, I feel like, I don't know. I can do it. I can do it. I know I can do it. It's not easy. But uh, what I'm looking for, that, that, just that freedom, that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think that uh, freedom is my reward. Yeah, freedom is the reward. Speaking of speaking of not doing things for a while, I have Sober Grid is another app I have that tracks my sobriety. So now I have one for cigarettes, and I have one for alcohol. And I've gone seven years, two months, twenty eight days saved $79,380. That's 2,646 days. August 20th, 2015 was my sobriety date. Isn't that crazy? It's hard to believe for me. I just, I'm kind of like, hard to believe. All right, stick around when we come back and we'll ramble more. I rambled on an awful lot. We'll be right back. And welcome back. I can't promise the heat is not going to come on while we're in the show or in the studios. It is chilly. Like I said, the temperature feels like 28 degrees Fahrenheit outside, or that's negative degrees Celsius. 
and there is snow on the ground. It's really the first snow we've had. We had a dusting the other day, but it didn't stick around. I don't think this will stick around once the sun comes out, as long as the sun comes out today. So what's been going on in my life and stuff, my wife uh, had an arts and crafts show that she participated in my hometown of New Haven, New York, which is about 15 minutes from Oswego, the city I live in. And New Haven's small. It's a small town, less than 3,000 people. And it was really nice to bump elbows with my childhood friend, Lisa, who I also graduated high school with, but we went to elementary school together. So I've known her my whole life. She's the one who hooked up my wife and let my wife know about it. So shout out and kudos to you, Lisa, if you are listening. Thank you so much for thinking of us and being just the person that you are. You're so genuine, warm, and caring and giving and thoughtful and just you always go above and beyond what a lot of people do for other people and um your caring and love and everything just is uh amazing so thank you and we love you so much my wife is looking forward to doing another craft arts craft slash arts show and the art she was showing was, if you follow my show, we did an episode a couple episodes back where I interviewed my wife, and she does poor art, like poor paintings, and manipulates the paint around the canvas. She also makes coasters with the same technique with the paint poured on the coasters. She makes ceramic planters that have had that same process done with them with rocks and little round pieces of that polished glass with faux plants and succulents in it um, that look really nice and real. They're highline fake ones, so they look real. She makes little mini magnets and little mini masterpieces that are on easels. Really cute, crafty one-of-a-kind artistic pieces that she makes. And, yeah, that was really nice of my friend Lisa. And my friend Lisa does this thing called Epicure. And uh, she's been really blowing up doing that. And it's all, like, healthy eating. And I don't have the information in front of me. I should have grabbed it and had it in front of me. But um, it's, like... A lot of it's gluten-free and less sugar and really better way of eating. And she has been selling that and working for Epicure for a short time while she still is a busy teacher as well. So that, that was nice to see her. Great to see uh, a friend. Great to be in my hometown that I kick stones in for how many years and it was right at the New Haven fire barn and it was just like a family type feel you know it's so small and yeah it was it was groovy it was really nice and my wife did really well too I'm really happy 
for that, she was ended up selling quite a few pieces. And in the environment and the climate that we're in right now, the climate in the sense of financial set, you know, the state of financials for people to uh, be purchasing artwork is really awesome. I was happy for her because it's hard enough for people to put gas in their car right now when everything's so expensive. Hopefully things start settling down. I'm glad that elections are over because I'm, I was sick of getting watching the ads on TV of all the elections and it gets so nasty. I hate it. <laughs> all right, stick around. We come back. We got more to talk about. I promise. We'll be right back. And welcome back. If you follow the show, you know that I went out to go see, or I was telling you that I was going to be going out to see my dad for his 80th birthday, and that was really nice to see him. And I'm so fortunate to still have him in my life, and I'm so lucky. He's a great man. I've learned a lot from him, and I love him so much. 80. I can't imagine I can't believe, speaking of things I can't believe, I can't believe 2022 is almost over. Time is flying by so fast. The older I get, the faster time goes by. I used to think that 50 was like really old. <laughs> I used to, and now I'm knocking on 53 years old in March. I'm not trying to wish away the months, but March isn't that far away, really, in the big grand scheme of things, and 2023 is not that far away. Speaking of 2022, like I said earlier, I have bizarre dreams. I mean, really weird dreams and vivid dreams and where I can fly like Superman and I've been doing that for years and years and years and I can do other things in my dreams that are just fantastic and strange and awesome. And one of the dreams I had the other night was that I dreamt that I was on a task by somebody to get 20, 22 ounce single things of liquid zinc. Why liquid zinc? I don't know. But once I woke up, I was like, it was in my head. I was like, 2022. What do I need? 20, 22 ounce bottles of liquid zinc. And I'm like, what's liquid zinc even used for? But 2022, that's the date. That's the year, I mean. That's weird that I dreamt that. And then I looked up and found out that liquid zinc is used in like anti-inflammatory properties and health benefits and stuff. And I don't know if my brain was telling me that I need to take liquid zinc, but I don't think 22 ounces is the amount. <laughs> it was just weird. Man, dreams are freaking bizarre, aren't they? They can feel so real, mine can. I usually only get about three hours of sleep at a time, and then I wake up for a couple hours and then get maybe a little bit more sleep. 
but I haven't had eight hours of sleep in I don't know how long. All right, moving, moving forward. I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving. That's going to be fun. I love spending time with my family, so Thanksgiving, yay. Fake laughter and fake clapping, yay. It'll be fun. I, uh, I'm having a rough time right now. It might not sound like it just because I'm trying to do my best. I have written in my show notes, even though this is always one and done and unedited and unscripted, I have show notes to follow. Otherwise, I'd get lose my track. But I have written at the very top, smile, have fun, and tempo. Work on my tempo because a lot of times I talk too slow. Uh, when I'm doing podcasts. In real life, I talk very quickly. But I've been having a rough time right now, a little rough go. I think it's seasonal as well as just chemical. I have bipolar. Besides having bipolar and um, dealing with that, and medicines can only do so much, I think it's that time of year for me. Well, not think, no. Any time that I've had some really bad goes in my life have always been around this time of the year. I can remember being one time on a psych ward, hospitalized, eating a sandwich for Thanksgiving dinner because I was in, I was hospitalized on Thanksgiving and how, what a way to spend Thanksgiving. It was terrible. Yeah, but um, I've been just kind of having a rough time. It's this time of year. I think that I've been trying to really put my finger on what it is, and I, I think it's like that seasonal depression as well. Because right now, everything is gray and just dark and dead-looking, and it's dark at 5 o'clock at night, whereas in the summertime, it doesn't get dark until like 8 or a little after, and five o'clock and it's pitch dark and the trees are all dead and everything's just kind of blah and it sucks the life out of me when I'm already feeling a certain way and my chemicals I can only control so much of that and balance and so yeah I don't know I think that the seasonal depression is part of it I really do but I am looking forward to seeing my family and eating some turkey. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. And we're back. So way off topic or anything, since we've been just bouncing around, my oldest daughter, Bethany, made me a really cool gift. She, she does this. She crochets and does these you name it she can crochet it she can just and no patterns she just can do it and she's always looking for ideas and I said to her one time do a rhino like a little baby rhino or a rhino I like rhinoceroses and she, excuse me she ended up uh I burped and as I had my coffee I was I shouldn't be drinking and talking at the same time. <laughs> but she made me a rhino, and he's a little dude, a little, I don't know, little fig, uh, stuffed 
crocheted and he's got glasses that are like my glasses and they are shaped perfect and they come off and he's got a hat that comes off and he's got a joint uh, that he puts in his mouth that can come out and he's got little shorts on with overalls that are Pink Floyd color inspired dark side of the moon suspenders and on the back of his pocket it says w-l-o-a-p which is ackerman for my show we live on a planet if you want to see what he looks like head on over to my instagram he's on instagram and he's on my Facebook page as well. And if you're wondering how to find those, you can go right to my website, WLOAP.com. And there's a section of how to contact me. And you go there. And I don't think it's on Facebook, but it's definitely on Instagram. And you can see what he looks like. He's so groovy. I love him. She's so talented. It was fun to see her. She was really sick. Her and her boyfriend both had COVID and has been really sick. And my other daughter and her boyfriend have been really busy because they just moved into a new house over on the west side and have been painting all the walls and trim and upstairs and downstairs with all fresh coat of new paint and the paint of color of choice that they got to choose their landlord's really groovy and open and honest happens to be my daughter's boyfriend's boss and um they did a lot of work on the house my boyfriend or my daughter's boyfriend's boss did a lot of work on the house and the only thing they had to do was paint if they painted it was saved they worked out some deal with their landlord so it came out beautiful they're painting and i'm proud of them and i can't believe it's almost thanksgiving and then that means it's almost the fat man in the red suit a stressful time of year for people remember it's not about what you give it's just about being with family and stuff and it's a time of giving and stuff but don't go overboard don't put yourself in debt for materialistic things that don't really matter there's other things the bigger picture about christmas and it's just about being with family i think to me that's what i've always got out of christmas is being with family and loving one another and trying to live by the golden rule more than normal do unto others and yeah enough of my rambling and soapbox i'm getting a little mushy <laughs> let's stick around and we'll uh do a did you know we'll got a word of the day we still got a dad joke that we're gonna throw in there because my oldest or not my oldest daughter my my beautiful wife when she was on her trip to atlanta got me a the essential compodium of dad jokes 301 dad jokes and it's awesome i love it 
So when we come back, we're going to do some stuff. We'll learn some stuff. We're going to head on over to the History Channel's website and the fact site besides the did you know and the word of the day. So prepare to get a wrinkle on your brain and learn something. We'll, we'll be, be right, right back. And just like that, we are back. All right. Hopefully I don't butcher the meaning of this. If you follow the show, you know sometimes my pronunciation isn't always the best at words. Didn't Speaking of words, did you know when you learn a new word... And then you suddenly start seeing it everywhere you go. It's called the Batter-Menoff phenomena, also known as frequency illusion. It happens because your brain is good at seeing patterns, conforming its own bias, and obsessing over interesting information. You're also learning new words all the time, but you don't always encounter them right away. So when you do, your brain continues to accept it as a meaningful pattern, even though it's just a random coincidence. I can give you an example, and it's not on a word. It's when you buy a new car or a certain car color or a new car, and you never notice that car around your hometown and then you suddenly start seeing that car everywhere you're like whoa how come i don't remember seeing that car and then you start seeing it and i do know that my dream that i was telling you about earlier about that liquid zinc earlier or later on in the day i saw a couple commercials with like vitamins with zinc in it and this and that was zinc so i heard zinc a couple times in the day and it was just a coincidence it's just a random like they said in this thing coincidence all right what else are we gonna do let's let's learn our word of the day we just learned a little uh did you know and now our word of the day nugatory Mugatory. Mugatory. Or nugatory. <laughs> With an N. N U G A T O R Y. Adjective. Nugatory. What it means, something described as nugatory is of little of no consequences. Nugatory is also described, especially in legal contexts, to describe something without operative legal effect here's an example most of the criticism of the film in the week since its release has been nugatory nonsense i wonder if you'll hear that word today since we just learned about what i was telling you about with the did you know All right, and then um, I think we can, do we have time? Yeah, we got time to do enough. We got time to at least skim the fat, fat, 
of the facts about Doc Martens. The shoes. I've never owned a pair of Doc Martens. Doc Martens, Dr. Martens, Docs, DMs. They're different names for those boots. But did you know they've been around since the 1940s? Yeah, Doc Martens, who invented, were invented at the end of World War II by Dr. Klaus Martens, a German army doctor who had broken his foot. The standard, standard issue military boots simply weren't comfortable enough, so he made his own. Huh. Something ain't working, make your own. The first buyer of Doc Martens were German housewives. Wow. Specifically, more than 80% of Doc Martens sales within the first 10 years of the company being a business were to homemakers over the age of 40. They particularly liked the boots because of their cushion soles, which were pretty handy considering the amount of time the average housewife spent on her feet. By 1952, sales had grown so much that the Martins and Funkel, Funk, Funk opened a factory in Munich. They didn't reach British shores until the 1960s. Wow. Another interesting fact, the working class were the first people to adopt, adopt Doc Martins in the UK. Factory workers, police officers, mail carriers were some of the first to adopt the iconic boot. At around two pounds a pair, they were cheap enough for anyone at a low-income bracket to get their hands on. All right, what else? They gained a bad reputation for a while. Once again, Doc Martens are tough, and their steel-capped toes can do some damage if you know how to use them. It was a huge selling point for anyone who wanted to get to no good and some skidheads, punks, and a wide variety of countercultures were big fans of Docs. Skinheads, particularly the ultra-right-wing ones in the 70s, 80s, almost permanently ruined the brand's reputation. Had it not been for everyone else, including the police that we're fighting with, were wearing them, they might have been the case. That might have been the case. Wow. Stick around. We'll talk a little bit more about Doc Martens when we come back. All right, we're back. We were talking about Doc Martens right before the break. And uh, another interesting fact, the company nearly went broke. Yeah, with the decline of grunge, punk, and ultra- Alt-Rock in the early 20s, Doc Martens suddenly found themselves with rapid shrinking profits. In 2003, Griggs decided to pull the plug and move the factories to China. The move saved the company, but thousands of people lost their jobs, and people have debated ever since whether the quality is the same as it used to be. Yeah, that's one price to pay. Number seven, what else do we have? Pope John Paul II once ordered custom pairs of Doc Martens. Can you imagine that? Not just for him either. He ordered 100 pairs of Doc Martens in the 90s for staff all over the Vatican in various colors and styles. Of course, he also spurs on himself with a nice pair of white ones. 
strangely enough, while this definitely did happen, no photos of anyone in the Vatican wearing the iconic shoes have ever surfaced. Doc Martens are truly timeless. Sure, they've had a few troubles in the early 2000s, but though that's no longer the case. The timeless brand manages to stick around iconic style with adapting to the times just the, the right amount of time, and it's paying off. From March 2021 to March 2022, an eye-watering 14.1 million pairs of Doc Martens were sold, more than any other company's previous 62 years in business. Dang. While sales are still high in the UK, the boost popularity is still growing in international markets. Never owned a pair of Doc Martens. Maybe I should look into them. I don't really have the need for steel toe boots, though. And uh, they make boots now that are not steel toe, that are like a composite, that are safer than a steel toe. I got to wet my whistle. All right. So we did the word of the day. We did the did you know. Um... We just went and did the fact site. Let's do a dad joke. Open it up. Get to my dad joke. I'm doing these in order in the book, so there's no rhyme or reason. Me, 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 me. You, 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 you. Okay. I know. Stupid. <laughs> okay. Enough. Have you ever encountered, or wait, if you ever encounter a giant, make sure to use big words. I like that. <laughs> if you ever encounter a giant, make sure you do use big words. Second dad joke down. We got more to go with those dad jokes because I got 301 of them. Two down. So we've still got quite a few more to go. All right, when we come back, we'll head on over to the History Channel's website and skim the fat at the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day of history, November 17th in and around the world. We'll be right back. And I'm back. And I said, in and around the world. How about around the world instead of in the world? There's nobody living in the world. There's no mole people. Sorry to tell you, and the earth is also around. <laughs> so, bursts and bubbles out there for some of you. Sorry. There's no mole people. Okay. 1558, November 17th, Elizabeth, the Elizabeth, Elizabethan age begins, if I can say that. Elizabethan. Elizabethan age? Elizabethan. Like, <laughs> I can't say it. You know what I mean. Yeah, it was 1558, for crying out loud. 
What else happened? Let me scroll and move on to that fiasco. Pass that fiasco. 1989, the year I graduated, the Velvet Revolution begins in Czechoslovakia, which is known as Prague. Czech Republic now. That's where my brother and sister-in-law live. Brother-in-law and sister-in-law live. Civil War, the American Civil War, 1863, Siege of Knoxville, Tennessee begins. Art, literature, and film history, 1839. Verde's first opera opens. Whatever that is. Africa, 1869, the Suez Canal opens for the first time. Vietnam War, my lie trial begins. Another one of Vietnam War, the first cavalry unit ambushed in the La Drang, La Drang Valley. Man, the Vietnam War was terrible, wasn't it? Sports, 1968, TV viewers become outraged as football game is cut off to air Heidi, that TV show Heidi, <laughs> or a movie made for movie TV. U.S. presidents, 1973, Nixon insists that he is, I am not a crook. That was my terrible Nixon impersonation. He was the first president for me. Nixon, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Bush, Clinton. Art, literature, and film history. 1958, the King Trio begins folk music to the top of the U.S. pop charts. Art, literature, and film history, another one. The Terminator becomes the governor of California. Arnold Schwarzenegger is sworn in as the 38th governor of California on November 17, 2003. Natural disaster and environment, 1421. 1421, thousands die in massive flood in European shores of North C. All right. Crime, 1972. A wealthy heiress is murdered by her son. Wealthy socialite Barbara Backerland is stabbed to death with a kitchen knife by her 25-year-old son, Anthony, in her London, England penthouse. Damn. When the police arrive... Her son, Anthony, was calmly placing a telephone order to a Chinese food place. Man, that's cold. All right. And then the last, American Revolution, 1777, the Articles of Confederation submitted to the states. And that just about wraps it up on this day of history. Get a little wrinkle on our brain and a little wrinkle on our brain. Stick around, we'll be right. Alrighty, Groovy. Thank you so much for coming back. 
Thank you for your support. Thank you for your gift of time, the most valuable gift you could ever give me, your time. Please head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. Subscribe if you haven't. I would love that. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. That's one of the ways that this show is going to gain even more wheels. It's just word of mouth. It's like anything. If you watch a movie, you tell a friend about it. Hey, I saw this really good movie. And you tell them, and then they tell a friend, and it kind of goes in, in a big chain. So please tell a friend. And then uh, lastly, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. I look forward to talking to you again real soon, my friends. Peace.